Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Innal hamdalillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyat a'malina. Man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad. Wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu. Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima allamtana wa zidna. In Allah, we are continuing with the important lessons for every Muslim. And last week we mentioned that just before the taslim in your salah, in the last tashahud of your salah, that this was a place of acceptance of dua and that if you were to make dua in this place just before the taslim, after you make the tashahud and you make the salat al-Ibrahimiyyah and the Shaykh Rahimahullah, Shaykh Ibn Baz, he mentioned two ad'iyah and the first of these dua which we took last week Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik and we mentioned that there was a difference of opinion amongst the scholars whether this is said just before the taslim or if it is said after the taslim if it is said before the taslim as a dua or if it is said after the taslim as the dhikr of the salah and insha'Allah today we will continue with the second dua which the shaykh mentioned al-thani Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira wa la yaghfiru al-dhunu إلا أنت فاغفر لي مغفرة من عندك وارحمني إنك أنت الغفور الرحيم. That you say the dua, oh Allah, I have greatly wronged my soul very much, and I have oppressed myself, and none forgives the sins but you. So please bestow your forgiveness upon me. No doubt you are the most forgiving, the most merciful. وهذا الدعاء جاء في حديث أبي بكر رضي الله عنه قال فيه يا رسول الله علمني دعاء أدعو الله به في and that this dua came from the hadith of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu when he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said to him oh Allah's messenger teach me a dua which I may invoke Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my prayers وفي بعض الروايات في صلاتي وبيتي and in some narrations he mentioned in my salah and in my home as well فهذا صديق الأمة radiallahu anhu يطلب من النبي sallallahu alayhi wasallam أن يعلمه دعاء يدعو الله به في صلاته وفي بيته that this is the صديق of this ummah Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu he's asking the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to teach him a dua by which he can invoke Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his salah and in his home ma'a annahu qadirun ala an yasuga da'awatin tayyiba that it was within the capacity of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu to make his own dua to make his own dua which is sound and good lakin yamna'uhu min thalika al-hirsu ala al-talaqi min al-nabiyy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that the only thing preventing him from making his own dua was his desire to take and to learn from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. قوله عليه الصلاة والسلام تقول اللهم إني ظلمت نفسي ظلما كثيرا that when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he told him to say اللهم إني ظلمت نفسي ظلما كثيرا هذا دعاء أرشد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صديق الأمة وخيرها أن يقوله that this dua which the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم guided the صديق of this ummah and the best individual of this ummah يعني أبو بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه he guided 
provided him to say this dua بَلْ إِنَّهُ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ أَفْضَلُ النَّاسِ فِي جَمِيعِ الْأُمَمِ بَعْدَ النَّبِيِّينَ Rather Abu Bakr al-Siddiq is the best individual after the messengers amongst all the umam that ever came amongst all the nations that ever came he was the best man after the prophets وَإِذَا كَانَ صِدِّيقُ الْأُمَّةِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ مَعَ فَضْلِهِ وَحُسْنِ تَعَبُّدِهِ لِلَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَقُوَّةِ إِيمَانِهِ أُرْشِدَ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَقُولَ فِي صَلَاتِهِ اللَّهُمَّ إِنِّي ظَلَمْتُ نَفْسِي ظُلْمًا كَثِيرًا Therefore if the Siddiq of this Ummah despite his virtue and despite his excellent worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, his, and the strength of his iman that he was still guided to say this dua by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam اللهم إني ظلمت نفسي ظلما كثيرا فكيف بمن هو دونه ولا يبلغ عشر معشاره في التعبد والخضوع لله سبحانه وتعالى How is it with those below him in status who do not even reach a tenth of what he reached in his worship and his submissiveness to Allah سبحانه وتعالى وظلم النفس كما أنه يتناول فعل المعصية فإنه يتناول أيضا التقصير في الطاعة وعدم التكميل that when you say Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulmun nafs when you say that you have oppressed yourself or you have wronged yourself this includes the sins that you have fallen into that it also includes falling short in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not completing what is required from the obligatory acts that when you say that none forgives the sins but you ya Allah fihi anna Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wahdahu huwa alladhi yaghfiru al-dhunub this demonstrates that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone he is the one alone who forgives the sins fala yaghfiru al-dhunub siwahu none other forgives the sins besides him subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in in surah ali imran wa man yaghfiru al-dhunub illa Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks the rhetorical question wa man who forgives the sins but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that this when you say that none forgives the sins but you O Allah it also demonstrates your belief in Allah's name and what it implies and means yani the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-ghafur it demonstrates your belief in Allah's name Al-Ghafur and what it implies and what it means and that is that he forgives all the sins that there is no sin which is too big for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive not even the greatest of sins and that is a shirk for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will even forgive the one who commits shirk if they seek forgiveness before they die when you say please bestow your forgiveness upon me فَغْفِرْلِي بَعْدَ الْإِقْرَارِ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ بِالظُّلْمِ الْكَثِيرِ That after affirming that you have greatly wronged yourself وَلِرَبِّهِ بِالْفَضْلِ الْعَمِيمِ وَغُفْرَانِ الذُّنُوبِ And also affirming Allah's great distinction that he forgives all the sins يَأْتِي طَلَبُ الْمَغْفِرَةِ So after affirming that you have, you have wronged yourself after affirming you have wronged yourself and then after affirming that it is only Allah that forgives the sins then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to 
forgive you. فاغفر لي مغفرة من عندك. So please bestow your forgiveness upon me. فاغفر لي مغفرة من عندك. أي تمن بها علي وتتفضل بها علي. That you bestow your favor upon me by forgiving my sins. إكراما منك وتفضلا وإحسانا. Out of your generosity and your favor, you bestow this forgiveness upon me. وارحمني. You say وارحمني. وهذا فيه طلب الظفر والفوز برحمة الله. That this includes asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be victorious in achieving his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala التي خص بها عباده المؤمنين which he reserved exclusively for his, his believing servants إنك أنت الغفور الرحيم Indeed you are the most forgiving and the most merciful وهذا توسل إلى الله تبارك وتعالى بهذين الإسمين العظيمين that you are seeking intercession with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with these two great names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is one of the permissible ways of seeking intercession with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is through his names and attributes والغفور فيه إثبات المغفرة صفة لله when you say الغفور you establish the attribute of forgiveness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when you say الرحيم فيه إثبات الرحمة صفة لله you establish the attribute of mercy to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the attributes of forgiveness and has the attributes of mercy in a manner befitting his majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala وبالختم بهذين الاسمين حسن مراعاة للمطلوب that seeking intercession in these names يعني ending the dua by seeking intercession in these two names is appropriate لأن المطلوب المغفرة والرحمة because what you are seeking is المغفرة you are seeking forgiveness and you are seeking الرحمة you are seeking forgiveness and you are seeking the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you seek intercession in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with these two names الغفور and الرحيم وثمت أيضا صيغ أخرى مأثورة عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يشرع أن تقال في تمام الصلاة قبل السلام and the other dua which have been established on the authority of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that you can say when you finish your salah just before your salam but the Shaykh did not include them ثم قال then the Shaykh رحمه الله said أما في التشهد الأول فيقوم بعد الشهادتين as for if you are in the first تشهد then you stand up after you make the شهادتين أي بعد أن يقول في التحيات أشهد الله إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يعني after you say أشهد الله إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله in the first تشهد you can stand up يقوم للركعة الثالثة you stand up for the third ركعة هذا في الظهر والعصر والمغرب والعشاء this is when you are praying ظهر and when you are praying عصر when you are praying مغرب and when you are praying عشاء وإن صلى على النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام يعني في التشهد الأول and if he was to make the salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the first tashahud فهو أفضل لعموم الأحاديث في ذلك then it is better and more preferred because the ahadith which say that you must make the salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are general and they don't specify whether it is in the first or in the second ثم يقوم أي بعد الصلاة على النبي sallallahu alayhi wa sallam الصلاة الإبراهيمية إلى الثالثة then after they make the salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by reciting the salat al-Ibrahimiyya they stand up for the third rakah and we'll stop here inshallah and this concludes يعني, the, the durus on at-tashahud and inshallah next week we will start on the sunan of the salah the sunan the recommended acts of the salah subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu laik wa jazakumullahu khayran